This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome back for another episode of The Drop Podcast, also known as TDP. I am your host, Lance Descott. Well, it's only been a few games, and the Blues played the Blackhawks again last night. In their previous meeting at the Enterprise Center in St. Louis, hard-fought game. The Blues played very well at the beginning of the game in the first period, and then spots throughout the second and third period. They took a 2-0 lead, but Chicago would come back and tie it late in the third period on a goal by Jonathan Taze. And then in overtime, Jonathan Taze gets the hat trick for the game, and the Blues fall 5-4 in OT. A lot of people blaming Jake Allen, saying, hey, you know, the first game he gave up five goals, second game he gave up five goals. He's got to get better. It's a young season. Everybody's got to get better. Uh, but I can't fault Jake really in either of those games. Because uh, like I said before, if Jake allows two goals in that first game, they still lose two to one. And that second game, uh, you know, there's just too many mistakes, too many guys trying to be cute, too many guys taking a lackadaisical effort and just lightly passing the puck, having it get intercepted. In fact, after that game, uh, Mike Yo talked about uh, the Blues doing great passes right on the sticks of the Blackhawks, and that's exactly what it was in that game. Would we see a better effort in this game? I would say uh, we didn't see a better effort, and Chicago really controlled the first period. Again, too many mistakes. Too many bad passes, too many guys just taking this, I don't know, just kind of a lazy attitude on getting the puck out of their end, not beating guys to the puck. And when you don't beat your opponent to the puck, you're going to lose games. And the Blues definitely did not do that. And they would fall behind two to nothing in the first period. Here's Cahoon back in, dropped it, saw a quick shot, save out, rebound, they score! Isimov his first point of the season on the rebound, and the Blackhawks take the lead. Well, they finally were able to enter the zone, Pat. Cahoon got the puck to Saad, and then from the far top circle, the right wing circle, the left to Jake Allen, the big rebound, and there's Artem Isimov with the wide open net. When you turn down opportunities to fire the puck at the net, there's no chance for a second opportunity. Now Kane setting it up across, here's a shot, and Allen had it lost, and Kane picked it up trying to find a lane, he shoots, he scores! A couple of blues down in the blue paint, they had three guys in the goal crease. Patrick Kane had time to pick a spot, and the Hawks have a 2-0 lead. The first goal will not go down as a power play goal, but uh, actually it was. I mean, there was three seconds left when they came into the zone, and about a tenth of a second before Anisimov shot it, the power play ended. You know, yeah, it's not going to go down as a power play goal. It was a power play opportunity that caused this goal. Jay Bomeister took a bad, bad penalty. He's taken several this year. And uh, it's going to cost you when you take bad, bad penalties. That second goal by Patrick Kane, too many blues around the net. Yeah, you want your defenseman to be around the net, 
but you've also got to watch the guys that are 20 feet out in front of the net. You can't have three guys laying down in front of the net with your goaltender and expect to keep the puck out. Artem Anisimov on that first goal, that's his first goal of the year. Saad gets an assist his second. Cahoon gets an assist his third. 11 minutes, 51 seconds in. One to nothing Chicago. Just, just bad, bad play by the Blues. Patrick Kane on that second goal gets his fifth and it was unassisted. 16 minutes, one second in to the first period. And that's the way the first period would end. Chicago outshot the Blues. Now, are you sitting down? 23 to 10 in the first period. Yes, 23 to 10 in the first period. In that first period, the Blues were lucky to get out of it two to nothing. Jake Allen saved them. It could have been five to nothing, six to nothing. Hell, it could have been seven to nothing, as much pressure as they put on Jake Allen. So the Blues were lucky to get out of the first period down two to nothing. I thought they played a little bit better in the second period, had some more opportunities. They cut down on the shots, and they were finally able to get on the scoreboard 12 minutes, 35 seconds in on a beautiful goal by Braden Shin on a good pass by Jordan Schmaltz. And Jordan Schmaltz comes in. His brother's going to get a penalty here. Great pass in front to Shin. Fires. He scores! Shin from the slot. And the Blues cut the lead to 2-1. to one. And Jordan Schmaltz will get a helper on this goal. He makes a fine play at the right point, showing a lot of patience. Instead of jamming it over to the right, where there's no play available, he holds on to it, holds on to it. And a good wrister there by Shen. And he lures Dabrinkit into an area and finds the sniping centerman Shen wide open with Barbashev in front of the net. The screen is perfect and no chance for Cam Ward as he cannot see this on a perfectly placed shot by Shen who now has four points in his last two and a half games. A great goal by Shen. That is a scorer's goal. Just put it right where you need to put it. No way that Ward was going to stop that puck. But an even more impressive pass by Jordan Schmaltz. He lured Dabrinkit in to think he was going to shoot it along the boards. Dabrinkit cheated a little bit, and then Schmaltz passed it right to Shen for the beautiful goal to put the Blues finally on the scoreboard. 2-1 to one at 12 minutes and 35 seconds in. That would be Shen's first goal. Schmaltz's first assist. Tarasenko's first assist. Blues are making this more of a game. I thought they looked a little bit better in the second period now. They didn't look uh, perfect in the second period, let's say, but uh, they looked much better, much, much better. They were able to uh, cut down a little bit on shots. I think Chicago got 16 shots on goal in that period. They got 12 shots on goal, and this looks more like a game. Going into the third period, you're hoping the Blues have that push. It definitely looked like they were going to, and man, did they ever. They started out quickly, and the man that's been on fire, David Perron, gets a power play goal just a minute and 44 seconds in to the third period to knot this one up at two each. On to center now for Sammy Blay. He rings it around the board. Stopped by Cam Ward, gave it away. Perron wide open, and he scores! David Perron on a giveaway. And the Blues have tied the game at two. What a moment in this game. Ward's got it behind the net, goes to play it. And David Perron with those silky mitts, corrals it on his forehand and ends up going backhand into the empty net. So Perron red hot four goals in his last two games. Allen stays on his skates with patience, doesn't overmove. Great hands by David Perron. So 
Not a Picasso of that power play, was it? But it doesn't matter. In this type of game, it's one of those goals that you need. You need a funky goal to tie a game up or to get you back into a game. And that's exactly what this was. Cam Ward just was going to Manny. Manny wasn't expecting it. And there's David Perron, unassisted, his fourth goal of the year, power play goal, a minute 44 seconds in. We're knotted up at two. The Blues have another power play goal. Great. Not the best power play in the world, but hey, you got a goal out of it. Just about three minutes later, the Blues would be on the power play again. And a guy who's already got a goal in this game, Braden Shin, has a big night, gets his second goal. Four minutes, 47 seconds in, the Blues take the lead for the first time in this game, 3-2. to two. Kept in by Steen, out of Shen. Two-on-one down long shot, and he scores! Shen has given the Blues a 3-2 to two lead, a power play goal. Right off the right side, Shen brings it back in. There's a scrum on the right point, and Alexander Steen backs up Bolton Pareko. The puck squirts back into the Hawks zone. And because there's two Blackhawks there in a PK situation, they're hemmed in, including their defensemen. So poor coverage there by the Blackhawks. Terrible defense by the Blackhawks, but hey, we'll take it. We made mistakes in this game, and that was a big, big mistake. They just let Shin get that puck. They weren't able to get the puck out. Shin squeaks it through the legs of Cam Ward. If you can see the video of that, you'll know what I mean when I say squeaks it through. It barely made it through the five hole. That was the Blues' second power play goal of the night. Shin's second goal of the year, second of the night. Steen gets his second assist of the year. Pareko gets his first assist. Four minutes, 47 seconds in, the Blues have taken the lead. We're hoping the Blues have learned their lesson this year so far and not let teams come back and get into a rhythm to where teams can get opportunities to be able to get back in the game or to tie you up or to take the lead. Well, that didn't happen. Chicago had a couple opportunities, and Alex DeBrinkett, who seems to score a lot against the Blues, took one of those opportunities, put it past Jake Allen, and were tied up at three each, 13 minutes and six seconds into the third period. Steal by Keith. Taves back in to bring it up the middle. There's the pass right in. Quick shot. He scores! Alex DeBrinkett set up by Jonathan Taves, but the play made by Duncan Keith. A takeaway, quick pass up, and it's tied at three. Well, the giveaway by Patrick Maroon tries to throw a rink-wide pass, and Duncan Keith with that great stick in the middle of the ice, and then the beautiful pass from Taves to DeBrinket. The Blues were in the middle of a line change. Duncan Keith gets the puck, brings it across, sends it to Jonathan Taves. Edmondson kind of cheats a little bit in Jonathan Taves' direction, which you kind of have to with a player like Jonathan Taves but he cheated a little bit too much. It left to bring it wide open. Maroon could not get over in time. Puts it past Jake Allen, and we are tied at three each. That would be to bring its fifth goal of the year. Taze gets his fourth assist. Duncan Keith uh, gets his fourth assist. 13 minutes, six seconds in. The Blues allowed a team to come back. And yeah, I know stuff happens on line changes, but you got to get off that bench quickly and get off the ice quickly. So you don't get too many men on the ice. You can't allow stuff like this to happen. But it did happen. That third period, the Blues outshot Chicago actually 12-6. to six. And I thought overall, besides some a few mistakes, the Blues played very well in that third period. So we're headed to overtime. Each team had some opportunities. Both teams made some mistakes. We're thinking it's going to go to a shootout. It's about 15 seconds left, 13 seconds, 12 seconds. 
11 seconds, and then this happens. Looking for an Isimov in front. Gustafson back out front to break it. The shot and a save. Rebound. Gustafson open. What a pass. Eric Gustafson to break it a tap in. Hawks win. The 50th shot on goal of the game for the Hawks. The Hawks get fresh players on the ice. Gustafson fake shot. Allen frozen. And the cat with the stick down. Puts it into the empty net, and again, the Hawks win in overtime. What caused that goal was the fact that Edmondson and Shin were both on their knees, and nobody was there to take the brinket. Wide open net. Nothing Jake Allen can do on that one. Not Jake Allen's fault. The Blues lose this one in overtime. Tough, tough loss. They had come back down two to nothing. Were able to make it a game, but again, too many mistakes. Too many guys out of position. And that's what caused him to lose this game. Blackhawks had 50 shots on goal. Yes, 50 shots on goal. Blues had 38. Faceoffs, 49% for the Blues, 51% for the Blackhawks. Power plays, the Blues did have a good power play unit uh, last night. Two for four. Uh, Chicago was one for three, 30%, 33%, I mean. That's still not that bad. The Blues had six penalty minutes. Chicago had eight. The Blues did out hit Chicago 21 to 18. Blocks 28 to 14 in the Blues' favor, but uh, this game just got away from the Blues, and it's not the skill of the team that's killing this team; it is the mental mistakes. Let's go ahead and get into the post-game interviews, where we're going to hear from Jake Allen Perron and Coach Mike on another tough loss. We get a point again. Uh, I said at the start of the year, it's not what we want, but we still get a point. You know, a point made a difference last year, so uh, we'll we'll take it from now and. We'll move on, but uh, you know they definitely got the best of us the last, obviously, two times. So whenever we play them again, it's going to be a big game, and hopefully try to try to knock them knock them off. Was it hard Jake, to play your game was that first period? You had to kill penalties, and you know they had you shorthanded three times, and tough to really get into a flow early in the game. Um, I think you can say that. It's just the way hockey is. You know, we had that in the second period, you know, against them. So uh, you know that's going to that's going to be the case certain times, and. You know, we had to do our best to try to get out there alive, and we found a way to find our way back in the game. So, um, you know, we we did some good things out there to find a, to step up. And you know, it was unfortunate we had the lead with I don't know how many minutes left in the third to, to get it to overtime. But um, got to try to find something to take out of it. And I think there's definitely things. Yeah, I mean, we took penalties, so it's, I thought five on five even the first we were fine. Uh, and then stuff like some guys don't don't play as much. He always tried his best to get everyone involved in the second. And on top of that, we got bar plays. So uh, yeah, we, we did a good job to battle back and get a point. And it'd be nice to get two. But there's another one tomorrow, and uh, there was some good parts for sure. Is a point that got away, or do you take solace that you came back from a 2-0 uh, uh, well, deficit? I, I like that we kept kept our focus after the first period, and like. Um, that's what we talked about, uh, making sure that we don't play a score. We play our game, keep playing five on five, knowing we would probably get some power plays if, if we were outworked them. And that's what happened. And uh, we found, found a way to, to get some big goals, obviously. Uh, Shiner was, uh, was excellent tonight. He was driving our line. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's tough to lose that point for sure. But uh, we also have to look at some positive. Yeah, I don't think we're, again, for me, it's, it's about. Uh, it's about building here right now, and, and so 
I mean, it's good that the guys battled back and got a point. That's for sure. But still, some areas that need to need to improve here, and and uh, and we need to fix. It. Namely, like you know, the emotions there, the intentions are there, but we're we're not playing smart enough yet, and uh, not to be a really good team, not to be a consistently good team. Um, too much hope in our game uh, when you play like that. Mike, Braden Shen said again, it's just the lack of defense right now. Defensively, it's yeah. just not there right now. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's that's it. I think that we, first off, um, again, it, it you have to play smart to be good defensively, uh, and I think that when when we start to um, have sort of an internal pride in our locker room that when you're on the ice that that uh, it matters as much not to have anything bad happen as it does for something good to happen then uh, then we start to come together a little bit more as a team there's still you know there's there's it's not a matter of guys not uh, you know not wanting to do well right now it's just a matter of our focus that we have to sharpen up and obviously as a coach, that we got to make sure that uh, that I that I get on top of that because we have to play smarter to win hockey games. When you say too much hope in your game right now, what what do you mean by that? I just mean we're we're too many times we're on the wrong side of things. Too many times we're we're trying to force offense and putting ourselves in high risk positions, and with that we're we're too okay uh, to give stuff up. Uh, we want to try to get a chance. We want to try to get the goal. Um, without enough concern of what could come the other way. And uh, it's a tough way to play the game because it's just back and forth hockey, and, and, uh, and that's a tough game for us. We have to be in more control. We have to be better defensively. Mike, on top of it? I'm sorry? You said I need to get on top of it. How do you get on top well, of it? Well, obviously, that's, that's our job. So we've got to start tomorrow. It's going to be a tough, tough test. They played tonight, uh, but still, it's going to be a tough test for us. We've got to get back home, and uh, it's just a matter of pride. We've got to start taking pride in those little things and those... Uh, those things that winners do, and uh, and and understanding what they are, you know, it it could be a block shot, um, it could be getting a puck in deep, it could be not trying to make a play that's 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 a 50-50 play that's going to result in something going the other way. So we have to be smarter, uh, and I do believe still we can be a lot harder. I think that in certain situations, um, particularly around our net, we have to be much better than that. Uh, and I also believe that there's another level to our work ethic that we can find. I think that. Uh, there's times where we think that we're working hard, but there's another level that we have to find. Mike, when you talk about 50-50 plays, Maroon took ownership for their third goal. Yeah. Is that an example there? Well, I like, I like that he did, you know, um, and certainly not going to pin him uh, this just on him. There was many mistakes like that in that game, uh, but obviously those are mistakes that uh, that they're tough to make at that time of the game but also mistakes happen and I don't think that we reacted very well on that particular one either I, I think that we still possibly were in a good position to defend it so I like that he took that ownership if we have more of that ownership uh, we'll make fewer of those mistakes and uh, and obviously uh, that's a big part of the success what did you think of Jake tonight well, he's sensational outstanding whatever you want to say he was he was uh, the reason we got a point he was the reason we battled back in the game and uh, and disappointing not to get that second uh, point for him uh, we have to do a better job we have to do a better job for him uh, it's got to become more important that you know what he's doing and the way he's battling it's got to be more important for us uh, that that we do everything we can to have to help him high either 45 or 46 saves are, are the results the overall results not matching the quality of his well he, yeah I, I've been his, his well he deserved the win 
he gave us everything he could. Uh, he did his job tonight. That's all you can do as a player. Did you do your job? Did you perform well? And uh, and he was outstanding in his game. So there's nothing else he can do. Uh, you know, as a player, obviously there's a team game, and and uh, and you need your teammates to win. He he tried to steal one for us here, and uh, and got us a point, which was huge. So for me, that's a good result for him. So the Blues fall to one, one, and two. That gives him four points. That makes him 12th in the Western Conference. Yes, it's a young season, but if they don't fix these mistakes, it could be a long, long season. Talent, I don't think, is the issue. They've brought in a lot of talent. These guys seem to be gelling very well. It's defensive breakdowns. Guys not in position to take players out. Guys letting guys skate around them. Just a bad bad time for mistakes. It's just bad to see these mistakes being made and they continue to be made by this Mike Yo coach team. I'm not putting it all on Mike Yo. I'm not because players have to play in a scheme. Players have to know where to be when it comes to a defensive scheme. They have to know which player they're supposed to take. They have to know which area of the ice they have to fill. And right now the players aren't doing it defensively. This team was able to come back. I give them that. They were able to take the lead, but they seem to not be able to enjoy prosperity. They seem to get a little bit lazy. They seem to be lackadaisical with their passing, and something has to change. They're going to be playing the Ducks this evening. The Ducks are sound defensively. They've got good goaltending in Gibson. Should be a good game. I'm hoping the Blues can make some adjustments. They're going to have to put a lot of pressure on the Ducks team. The Ducks take advantage of mistakes. And the Blues have been making a lot of those. The Blues cannot do that in this game. Going from here, it's simple. Cut down on the mistakes. Get the same goaltending you've been getting. And as Mike Yo said, regardless of what everybody, well, not everybody, a lot of people think, uh, Jake Allen did his job last night. 46 out of 50 shots. Shouldn't have been that many shots. Uh, defensive breakdowns caused there to be that many shots. He did what he had to do gave his team a chance to win, and they let him down. But it is a team game. You need the offense to be clicking. You need the defense to be clicking. You need your goaltending to be clicking. But the main thing is, and I can't say it enough, cut down on stupid, stupid mistakes. And that is what has cost this team a couple wins this year. Let's hope they can do that against the Ducks this evening. So that is it for this episode of the Drop Podcast. Until next time. Stay healthy, stay happy, and let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.